Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. And on today, Pastor Nida M. Parson talks about winning just one. There are many souls to be brought to the kingdom, many people that still don't know God, but we can't save everybody at all one time. So just focus on starting with that just one. Can you win just one? need you guys to do is go get my children out of the world and bring them into the kingdom God say get my children out for there are some individuals there's some whole families there's some whole groups of people who if they just heard about Jesus if they were just introduced to him they would believe the gospel and they would become a part of the kingdom of God we're going to move right on in into our time of giving, our time of tithing, our time of offering, because this is a part of our worship. We are yet obedient in this season. We yet are worshipers and our tithing, that 10% that we give back to God, oh, that is our worship. And so if you have not prepared your giving, please do so. You can do that by going to nuantioch-aliante.org, push the donate button and follow the prompt. A second way that you can do this is by texting 77977 to New Antioch, all one word, follow the prompts all the way through. And we're going to give you every means to be obedient, every means to give back into this. And so if you have to do it through mail, our address is 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. Our zip code is 89084. We want to be careful to thank all of those who have remained obedient, who have remained generous. All right, are we ready for this word? I know you see that we have, that the pastors and some of the staff have this shirt on today. Uh, somebody say, just one. We're going to roll that out today. We got a challenge for you. Uh, but it is also Coaches Sunday. Where are my coaches? that are coaching people and discipling people this year. Coaches, make your reports. You can make them right now. 702-812-1174. Text me your reports. Uh, some of you, I need your numbers for April, May, June, and July. But at least give us July of how many times that you have met with those that you are coaching. Uh, this is our reminder. Uh, we've done great this year. Uh, we one of the things we do is disciple and our coaches have come and said they would take on somebody some of you have several people um, this year and we appreciate that uh, so let's stand in reverence to the reading of the word of God welcome to everyone that is listening by live stream you are in the right place at the right time and if you're listening to this later on in the day you're still in the right place at the right time let's trace this rabbit down this morning tell somebody it's a life changer John chapter 1 uh, verse 35 through 42 we're going to read this little story here uh, and then um, we're going to drop down to Luke 15 or I should say go back to Luke 15 and 10 
which is the scripture that's on the shirts that we have on uh, this morning. So let's read together um, the word of God this morning. It's there for you on the screen. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon. Let me start that one over, that's important. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, when, which when translated is Peter. Luke chapter 15, verse 10. In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Somebody say, just one. Just one. The young people can go to their class at the time, middle school and high schoolers can go to your classes at this time. If you are visiting and you have middle schoolers or high schoolers, they can follow the young people down the hall for their class. Everyone say again, just one. Now we have just come out of the 2020 Olympic Games, even though they had to be played in 2021. It took me a while to figure that out. I kept seeing 2020, but it was 2021. And for the Olympic Games, how many Olympic folks, but you folks that like the Olympics. Uh, the coveted prize for the games is a medal. You can get the gold, silver, or the bronze. So the United States topped the medal count this year with 113 medals, 39 gold, 41 silver, and 33 bronze. And many of these athletes, athletes, the superstars, the best of the best, have multiple medals. They go on to be legends. Some of them go on to be icons. They go on to be historical figures like Jesse Owens. Four medals. Like my girl Simone Biles. Seven medals. Then you got them crazy superstars like Michael Phelps. 28 medals. Superstars. So that, that's track. That's uh, gymnastics. That's swimming. And then you go over to tennis and you got the great Serena Williams. She's got four medals. And then there's a new star uh, in track, that Alex, Allison Felix. She got 11 medals. 
even in sports like basketball, even mother, y'all believe that I'm, I'm gonna do this for my y'all folks, the, the great Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan got, got two medals and, and uh, LeBron James. <laughs> got two medals, but the greatest of all time, the most influential, hey Jalen, the most influential, the most world-renowned, the, the, the political activist, the civil rights man, the outspoken man, the, the, the one who took his sport to the forefront like no other athlete. All these sports y'all into now, there was time when boxing was the king, when, when, when it was the greatest thing going in the United States. And many have ranked him as the greatest athlete of the 20th century. He was also introduced to the world, though, as an Olympic gold medalist. I'm talking about the incomparable, incomparable icon, Muhammad Ali, man. And, and, and you know how many medals he got? You know how many medals this icon, this historical feat, the greatest of all time? You know how many medals he got? Just one. Just that one launched him into a career that has impacted history just one some of these multiple medal winners will be forgotten in the next 20 years but but we can see still see that something is so grand something so grand can be started with winning just one it may not seem significant. It may not seem enough to be important, but, but Muhammad Ali is one that shows us who knows what can happen with just one. Now, we don't win medals. We win souls. And I used to be an athlete back in the day, but I never won a championship. So I was watching the finals game one day and I watched as the players uh, rejoiced in that moment that they, uh, that they won that championship and there seemed to be nothing like it in the world to go through a season and come out with a championship. When you saw those Olympic folk, it seemed like, man, there was just nothing that they crying, they calling out to their parents and, and, and it just seems like there's nothing in the world to be a champion and I, I, I began to sit there and, and regret never having experienced what it was like as an athlete to be a champion and I said God man I've never won a championship and he said you win souls I said I got that eyes I'll take that one and if you can grasp this concept today if I can get anyone and prayerfully I can get everyone to embrace this word today, it has the potential to shift things in the kingdom of God like nothing that I've ever preached before. You have no idea what could happen in eternity if each of you would take on the challenge to win just one. In our text, we focus on a man by the name of Andrew. 
And we can Google him and find out all kinds of historical information. Some of it is legend, some of it is tradition, but biblically, you won't find very much on him. We know he was a disciple of John the Baptist. And that he was out with John one day when Jesus came by. And, and so John pointed Andrew to Jesus. He said, there's the Lamb of God. He's the one. And so Andrew followed Jesus. And we know that he became one of the 12 disciples. And then he became one of the 12 apostles. But what Andrew did for the kingdom that day. It ended up being possibly the most powerful act for the worldwide church. What did he do that day that has impacted the worldwide church? Andrew told his brother about Jesus. And when he told his brother about Jesus, the kingdom was introduced to the first Christian world leader. That man who would take the baton from Jesus himself. What do you mean by that? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 16, when Jesus had come to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I am? And they said, some say you're John the Baptist, and some say you're Elijah, and some say you're Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter. Answered and said, thou art the Christ. You're the son of the living God. And Jesus said, ooh, Simon, blessed are you, Simon, son of John. Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my father who is in heaven has revealed that to you. So I'm going to say unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, and I will give to you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I'm talking about Andrew's brother. Andrew's brother, Simon Peter, on the day of Pentecost, the most important day of the worldwide church. It said Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted his voice and said, Ye men of Judah and all of you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you. Hearken to my words, for these are not drunk as you suppose. It's only the third hour of the day. But this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last day, said God. God will Pour out of my spirit on all flesh. I'm talking about Simon Peter. So our text says, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John the Baptist had said and had followed Jesus. And the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah. That is the Christ. Just tell somebody, just holler at somebody across the room. Say, we found the Christ. <laughs> and then the Bible says, and he brought him to Jesus. Y'all remember how I said some of the most powerful words in the New Testament was, was when Barnabas took Paul. I always said some of the most powerful words in the, two, two, in the, old, in the New Testament was, and Barnabas took him. But I found some more powerful words. 
This, 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 might, this might be even more. That might be the best words for the Gentiles. But for the world, for the church, they, these words right here might be the most powerful words that have been spoken. And he brought him to Jesus. And I know Andrew, I'm sure, brought many others to Jesus. I know he was one of the sent ones. I know he fulfilled many great expectations of ministry. But oh, what he accomplished with just one. So here at New Antioch Christian Fellowship, this January we'll be celebrating 20 years of ministry. Yeah, that's a good hand. That's a good praise part. 20 years of being people-focused and purpose-driven. 20 years of looking at these people groups, the community, the crowd, those are those, the community, the those out there, the crowd are those of the community that actually come in here. And then the congregation, that's those of you who join our church. And then the committed, those are those of you that are committed. You just don't come on Sunday, but you're committed to changing your life, to be like Jesus. And then there's the core, the core of the ministry. Those are those that, that run most of the ministries within it. So we, the community, the crowd, the congregation, the committed, and the core. And we are purpose driven everything we do at New Antioch has to be for a purpose we don't do stuff just to be doing stuff we don't we don't do a, 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 a garage sales just so we can have something fun to do we don't do chicken dinners just because that's what church people do everything we do at this church has a purpose we don't do a musical just for the sake of having a musical it has to have a purpose and so the purposes that we do here at this church are evangelism getting people to know Christ worship that's our worship our serving our loving on him fellowship that's us becoming a family discipleship that's us changing our lives to be more like Jesus and ministry that's meeting the needs of other people and we just boil it down to three things meet Jesus change your life find your purpose right here at New Antioch and so everybody uh, knows that the way that our church works this is what we've been doing for the last 20 years we go out into the remember there's people focused purpose driven we go out into the community for the purpose of evangelism to bring in a crowd for the purpose of worship to break a congregation for the purpose of fellowship to get some committed folk that come together for the purpose of discipleship until we get a group of core people that come together for the purpose of ministry back out into the community for the purpose of evangelism to bring in another crowd for the purpose of worship so that we can build a bigger congregation that comes together for fellowship so that we got another group of committed folk that will come together for discipleship instead we get another core group of folk that will come together for ministry back out into the community and that's what we've been doing for 20 years But in these chaotic times, in these dangerous times, in these this end of the world times, God is saying 
to get his children out of that world and into the kingdom. He's saying, go get my kids. Y'all praying for me to stop COVID. You're praying for me to stop fires. You're praying for me to, to, to stop the violence, to stop the sex trafficking and to stop the drug. You're praying for me to do all this stuff. But if I stop, if I, if I get some stuff and, and if I hold it back, what are y'all going to do with it? What I need you guys to do is go get my children out of the world and bring them in to the kingdom God said get my children out for there are some individuals there's some whole families there's some whole groups of people who if they just heard about Jesus if they were just introduced to him they would believe the gospel and they would become a part of the kingdom of God so our job our part is to just tell them and then let God do the rest let the Holy Spirit do the rest this world is going to self-destruct don't y'all see it this world is going to self-destruct and we pray and we intercede and we ask God to intervene and intercept and interrupt what is happening and he is working and he's inviting us into his activity isn't that something he's inviting us into his activity he wants us to work with him he said, help me. I'm answering prayer. Help me. He wants us to work with him to be a part of what he's doing in the world to save people from their sins and to get these people to heaven. You don't know where death is. You don't know when it's going to be over. Let's get these people to heaven. This thing is bigger than you and your bills and your kids and your issues. Let me say that over here. This thing is bigger than you and your kids and your bills and your issues. This thing is bigger than just you and all your bills and all your hurts and all your children tripping and your marriage, man. It's bigger than that. This is about eternal life and the souls of people. And God is asking for us to just work with him. And so we're challenging you today. God is sending out a challenge to New Antioch Christian Fellowship and all our friends. This challenge comes because this is what's on the heart of God. Everybody doing challenges on Facebook and challenges. And, but this challenge is coming from God because this is what is on his heart. You may never feel like you're capable of doing what you see other people do. But could you please take on the challenge to win just one? Would you please take on the challenge to win just one? That's all Andrew did to start this thing off. He started with his brother. So you can start with just one. How about one you know? Well, one you know, just one you know, a brother or sister, a child or a friend, a co-worker you talk to every day, that cousin that you cherish, that nephew or your god sister, <laughs> you know, one you know, the guy who cuts your hair, fixes your car, washes your truck. How about the girl that's been doing your nails for five years? Or the cleaning lady, or your mom's in-home nurse. You know, one you know. 
that teacher's aide in the classroom, that bus driver you see every day, that high school friend that you gossip with on Messenger. Maybe it's your daughter's boyfriend who calls your mom. Or that neighbor who watches out for your house that you've known since you moved over there. One, one you know. The one you talk about with things that interest you both, but you haven't talked about whether they know Jesus or not. Or you've talked about it and y'all have even prayed together, but you don't know if they've really accepted him in their heart. The one you know. Start with one you know. And then there's one you should know. There's some people that you have been around that you really should know. Again, it may be that person who washes your car. You don't know them, but you should know. By now, you should know. Uh, the, the, the one that does your hair, does your nails, you, you should know by now. The, the guy that cuts your hair, fixes your car, manicures your yard, you, you, you should know him. It, it, it could be the neighbor that you see often or the co-worker that you got a really good rapport with. You don't know him, but you should know. Uh, that, that family friends that comes by on all the holidays or, or you always see them at your friend's house all the time. You've been around this person. You've seen them several times. I'm talking about the one you should know. Uh, or the children of the people that you've known for years. I've known them for years. I've seen their kids all the time. But you don't really know any of those kids. Who is it that you don't know but you should know? Some of your in-laws maybe. It's getting quiet because the God is talking to you. Like, mm-hmm. Talking to me too. Ricardo been washing my car for years. I should know him by now. So some of your in-laws maybe. People that are briefly in and out of your house for any hundreds of reasons. Any people that are in and out of your life for whatever reason. But it's one you should know. But you've been so private. So quiet, so busy that you've seen them and seen them and have not noticed them. Nor have you even wondered if they knew Jesus. That's one you should know. Jesus is asking you. He's challenging you to just one. Well, what do I do? Well, here's what you do. There's, there's, there's a concept called build and bring. I heard this concept 20 years ago before I started this church. Build and bring. You've already been introduced to this person. Now you begin to build a relationship with the purpose of bringing them to Jesus. Build a relationship with them. Start talking to them more. See what's up with them. See who they are. See what they are. Say, I've been, you've been around here. I've been seeing you all this. I just wonder, who are you? You know what's going on? How what do you do for a living? You know, just see, begin to build a relationship. Let's go to lunch. Let's go to then Let's get some coffee. Here, I brought you some Starbucks. Then begin to bring, uh, build a relationship with them. Then bring them to your community group or bring them to your church or bring them to that event that you're putting on at the church. Just build and bring. Build and bring. Build relationships relationships and bring them to Jesus show them the Jesus in you first and then you can show them the Jesus that wants to be in them and sometimes we don't build and bring because we don't have enough Jesus in us that you've been acting the way you've been acting around them so long they don't even know that you're a Christian that's all right we're gonna start over today start getting yourself together and build and bring no excuses, just one. So there's one you know, that's easy. 
There's one you should know. And then there's one you don't know. One you don't know. Go, go get one you don't know. Get out of your own comfort zone and win just one you don't even know. Ask my husband how he does this. He's a master at, at speaking to and embracing people that he doesn't know. They say that people like him never meet a stranger. And so I was thinking about, you know, the people that never meet a stranger. Holy Spirit said that's not true, that he never meets a stranger. The amazing thing that he does is that he meets strangers. It's not that they never meet a stranger. It's that they meet strangers. I'm the one who never meets a stranger. I told you I grew up really shy. You know, I'm really serious. I, he meets strangers. That's most of our problem. Most of our problem is that we never meet a stranger. We run from strangers. We ignore strangers. We walk past strangers. We throw a nod at a stranger. Y'all know them sexy black men. They too cool and sexy to, so they just <laughs> at a stranger. Oh, we spoke, but we didn't meet. We helped them out. We, those of us that those of you or those of us who have great customer service, I've learned as a pastor to have better customer service and to greet people. I greet strangers all the time. We greet strangers, but we never meet a stranger. We spoke, but we didn't meet. We helped them out, but we didn't meet. We answered their questions, but we didn't meet. We smiled at them, and we may even shake hands with them, and yeah, we gave them that cool nod, but we didn't meet them. Terry meets strangers. Looking at TV, this basketball player, what's that boy's name? Real famous basketball player, played for the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. And, and, and he's on television, he's doing it. Terry said, I met that guy. He's this and the other, and I told him that he was going to be breaking. I told him this, and I told him that. Uh, he, he was at Big Hoops, and, 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 and I guess I think that's one that came up there, one of them kids, and, and they in the NBA now, and they on TV, and they were talking, and, and he said, I met, I prayed for him. Was it, oh, Atlanta, I got the wrong team. Who is he? Trey Son. Whoever that boy was, he was on TV, but it, t Terry met him. <laughs> he was a stranger. He's still stranger to me. I don't know who he is. So this time at Big, Big Hoops, he come home. I met Lisa Leslie today. <laughs> now, you know Lisa Leslie, my girl. I'm in L.A. all day, you know. That's my girl, Lisa Leslie. And, and I met her husband. I talked to her husband. And, was, and a couple of days after that, I went up there. And, and, and Lisa up there, they just talking. And, and she took a picture with me and everything. And, and then he came back. The, the, she stayed up here the whole three weeks. And Big Hoops was there. And in the last week, he said, Lisa uh, and, and her husband invited us to the movies tonight. <laughs> but I told her we had ordination service. <laughs> 
And she was actually impressed that here she is. This is Lisa Leslie. But we, what we said, well, we got to go to church tonight. I got some, my wife got some folk to ordain. He actually meets strangers. So I asked him how he does that. He does it at restaurants. He does it at hotels. We go, we out golfing. He go to the park. We're on the street. Anywhere he go, he, he, he meets strangers. And, and, and I said, well, how do you do that? He, he's, and he's a really simple guy. He didn't have no long list of procedures and a long list of strategies. He said, I just start with hello. <laughs> Y'all, you can just start with Hello. I might preach that. Today. You had me at hello. But anyway, uh, you can just start. Ooh, that's good. That's fresh off the press. You had me at hello. Somebody out there that is waiting for you right now, you could have them at hello. You can start with hello. Then ask them about them. Find out who they are. Because understand, the Holy Spirit has already done the work. If they are the one that God wants to save, the Holy Spirit has already done the work. They're ready. The Holy Spirit is the one who does the convicting. The Holy Spirit is the one who has somebody planted or somebody else has planted the seed. Someone else has watered and God is the only one that can give the increase. All you have to do is say hello. Start a conversation and reel them in. So Holy Spirit... Give me a divine appointment with somebody that you know that I don't know. Y'all didn't get that. So you pray to the Holy Spirit. God, Holy Spirit, give me a divine appointment because you already know who you want to save. You already know who's going to heaven. You already know who will listen to this word. I don't know him, but you know him. Holy Spirit, set us up an appointment. And then use me to bring them in. Use my voice. Use my hands. Use my smile. Use my platform. Use my Facebook page. Use my Instagram. Use my TikTok video. Use my business. Use my classroom. Use my vehicle. Use my kitchen, Mama Jean. Use my personality. Use my corny jokes. Use my gang experience, uh, 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 Gwen. Use my drug selling skills, Kev. Use my mother wit, Mother Bass. Use my wisdom. Use me. Just put me in the face of someone who you already know and I don't know and let them be my just one help me tell the Holy Spirit help me help me meet a stranger who's going to be a saint help me meet a dealer who's going to be a deacon help me meet an addict who's going to be an apostle help me meet a banger who's going to be a brother help me meet a whore who's gonna be a housewife help me be meet a gambler that's gonna be a godly greeter help me meet a smoker that's gonna be a servant leader help me meet a pimp that's gonna be a preacher help me meet a trick that's gonna be a teacher Help me meet a boss that's going to be a blessing. Help me meet a millionaire that's going to be a minister. Help me meet a legend that's going to be a leader. Just one, just one, just one. Just one. Andrew went and got just one. Oh, but look at that one. Look at that one. 
Like my husband say, mama, there go that man again. Look at that one. That first thing that Peter did as he, as he went and got his brother Simon and brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looked at that one and called him Peter. Call him the rock. That one. Look at that. Somebody say, look at that one. Peter, the only man to ever walk on water with Jesus. Peter, the first disciple who said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Peter, the one who preached, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And those who accepted his message were baptized. And 3,000 were added to their number that day. Look at that one. Mama, there go that man again. Peter was the first to invite the Gentiles to receive Jesus and he opened the door for me and you to be saved. Peter is the one whose shadow could heal the sick. It was Peter who said silver and gold have I none but what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus rise up and walk. Look at that one. It was Peter that said that we were a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation God's special possession that we've been brought out of darkness into his wonderful light. It was Peter that said humble yourself before the mind the hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. It was Peter that said cast your cares on him for he cared for you. It was Peter that said be sober, be vigilant because the devil is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Woo, look, he just won one but look at that one. It was Peter that said giving all diligence add to your faith virtue and the virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and the temperance patience and patience godliness and godliness kindness and brotherly kindness it was Peter that said, if you do these things, you'll never fall. It was Peter. Look at that one. Andrew's one became the greatest of all time. So who will your just one be? Can you imagine who your just one could be? So this is the just one challenge the just one challenge for us Jesus said himself there is rejoicing in heaven over just one when somebody gets saved here we say oh praise the Lord God bless you welcome home welcome to but but when when just one He said, let me tell you what he actually said. Jesus said, I tell you, there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And, and so we, we always say there was rejoicing in heaven, uh, but, but, but mother, it didn't say the rejoicing was in heaven. It said wherever the presence of angels were. So if the angels are present in here, they're rejoicing. If you get just one on the strip and there's some angels on the strip, they're rejoicing. If you, just get, if you get just one downtown, all the angels that are posted up downtown begin to rejoice. So not only the angels in heaven, he said, wherever the presence of angels is, if we get just one, the angels go in. When we get just one, the angels say, hey. If we get just one, the angels say, glory to God. They rejoice not when you get 5,000. They rejoice not when if you do a, 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 a Billy Graham and thousands of people come down. The angels go in to worship and praise for 
just one. And, 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 and once you win, just one. Sometimes once you, like these metal gold, these, these gold metal folk, once you win just one, sometimes you just, all you got to do is keep showing up and you keep winning. So they started with just one. Uh, Allison Felix uh, just showed up. Her career was kind of over, and they told us over. She said, you know, I think, let me try one more Olympics. She just showed up. And I think she won two medals. <laughs> My girl Simone Biles didn't even have compete. She just, she just dropped out. And just had a couple of things. I get my head together. I, let me just do a couple of things. There are thousands of Olympic athletes that come and compete in everything and leave with nothing. And Simone Biles just decided, maybe I feel like doing a couple of things and still got two medals. <laughs> because, because once you win just one, sometimes you just, all you got to do is just keep showing up. Tarasi and Bird, them women 40 years old, playing basketball with them 18-year-old girls. <laughs> and now they got on gold medal number seven. They ain't do, they ain't do that hard. They, they played good, but they, 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 didn't, they, they didn't play like, like, like that hard. Like they wasn't stracking up no 30 points and stuff like that. But, but when, you, when you're a gold medal winner, sometimes you just show up and keep winning. And, and I'm telling you, y'all just win just one. But if you win just one, could be that if you just keep showing up, you'll keep winning. So at this time, you all could come play uh, available to you. Um, the greeters are coming, and you don't get to turn this down. Y'all be obedient. You might say, ain't no way I'm going to do that, but God will set you an appointment with somebody, and you're going to be glad you have this in your hand. We're going to give you two pieces of paper this morning. It says, this is the just one challenge. And um, they're going to explain it to you a little bit better. Uh, after we pray but it says on here it gives you all that you have to do and then there's another piece of paper you're going to take a purple one so take a white one and a purple one for the white one it gives you all your instructions on one piece of paper just keep it it says pray for a divine meeting with someone that you can talk to about Jesus then share if you want share your personal testimony with them what God did for you you don't have to have a class to tell somebody what he did for you right ask them if they'd like to be saved uh, take them through the sinner's prayer it's on the back you have no excuse flip the card or if they say they will say the sinner's prayer flip the card over and just read if you hooked on phonics you can read this if you can't read it have them read it we'll uh, uh i found that there's an app where you can uh just say this in english and they'll translate it to spanish uh uh, what any German, French, any language, no excuse. And just read the prayer and have them say that prayer with you. This is the most important step. And then invite them to your community group or another community group or invite them to church or say you'll meet them wherever they want. Even if it's online, give them a Zoom connect online. 
um, get as much contact as information as you can from them because we want to mail them back the book Save 101 uh, that I wrote for new converts um, or and then enter their information on the website using the QR code the code is on there put your phone on the code it will come up and you push the button and just put that person's name in there it's really simple Verde, we made it as easy as possible to scan it. All you got to do is keep this piece of paper. Uh, then give them or give them the salvation card. This purple card is the salvation card. And all it says is, welcome to the family of God. You made the best choice in your life. That's to be saved. Jesus loves you. So do I. If you want more information, if you're looking for a worship service, you want to connect with believers, then the scan code is on there. Just scan the code. And you can click or, uh, or you can go to newantioch.org and connect and we want them to put their information in just ask them you've come this far just do me a favor just go to that uh and and put the your information in we want to send you a book or we just want to uh, just tell them i'm on a challenge and you just help me meet my challenge so I, if y'all help me just help me meet my challenge and, and and scan this and put your information in um and you got your one that's it and you got your one Challenge complete. Somebody say challenge complete. Keep even if you don't think you're going to do it. I'm going to pray right now that God give you divine appointments. And you're going to be talking to somebody one day. And you're going to say, mm, where's that piece of paper? Or get that information, call them back and, and take them through that. Matter of fact, it'd be good if you memorize the prayer by heart. That way, if you just, just in case you need it, God wants you to be involved in his activity. He's asking for your help to get his kids. Can't you, from now to the end of the year, as good as God has been to you, can you do just one? He's going to help you do that. So, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I lift up this congregation to you and those of you that are listening, we will get you the cards. We, there's an, we can electronically send you both the cards of front and back. But get on in on our challenge. Just put in the comments, I want to join the challenge. Please send me the information. But Father, in the name of Jesus, those that are listening, those that are in this room, God, I need you to bring a spirit of conviction on their heart. God, not only have you been good to them, but you've been mighty good to them. Not only have you been great in their life, but you've been great and powerful in their life. God, they can do this for you. Just one. I pray, God, that you give them divine appointments. Arrange for every member of New Antioch Christian Fellowship and all our friends to have a divine appointment with somebody. God, if we can do just one, we'll meet our goal. Help us. Help us help you. Help us. We want to help you, God. We make ourselves available. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Now there's somebody in here today. Today is your divine appointment. Your divine appointment today. You came here on this day because I need my just one. Well, y'all, somebody can help me get my just one and I might be done. And I think I'm going to keep showing up to the game uh, just so I can win one just because I showed up. But if it's your time today, 
you are ready to accept God into your life. You're ready to accept Jesus. You believe this gospel. You believe it. That's all it takes to be saved is to believe it. You believe that God is real, that he sent his son, Jesus, and that Jesus died for your sins, and all you got to do is believe in Jesus, and you and God are cool, and you get to go to heaven. That's all you got to believe. Somebody needs to get your heart right with God today. Somebody needs to get their heart right with God today. I'm getting ready to tell you about four people who passed away this weekend. You don't know where death is. You need to get your heart right with God. If that's you, we're going to pray this prayer that's right on the back of this card. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. You died for me. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Come into my heart. I give you permission to change my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're in here and you pray that prayer, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing, and that's just to raise your hand. Amen. You prayed that prayer for the first time today. I'm sorry, I didn't say it that way. You prayed the prayer for the first time today, or you prayed that prayer to rededicate your life to God today. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Yes? Is there a hand? Hey, amen, baby. Yes? We believe in the salvation of children, honey. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? that prayed that prayer today. Amen. Amen. Uh, Sheila, right there, that baby right there, just pray that baby and seal, seal that baby's salvation right now. Amen. And show us that baby's spirit can understand. We claim that soul. Anyone else? If you're listening uh, on our on, on live stream, if you were right in the comments section, I prayed that prayer today. I've rededicated my life or I accepted Jesus for the first time. We want you to go there, go to that connect button at newantioch.org uh, or just put it there in the comment section and they will get to you because we're gonna do this thing, amen. So those of you who, who already know you will, God, if you help me, I'll do this. Those of you that are shy, those of you who've never done it before, but God, I, I want to be a part of what you're doing in this world. I want you to help. I want to help you get your children out. There's some people that I know. There's some people that I should know. And there's some people that I don't know, but you know I'm God. And I'm going to do this challenge. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have already prayed for divine appointments, but now we pray a dedication that God, I'm available to you. I'm available. God, let the hearts that are here say, I'm available to you, God. To say that in your prayer, God, I'm available. This is scary to me, but I'm available. I'm not sure if I can do this, but I'm available. But I'm available, God. Go to that second verse. I'm giving back to you All the jewels you gave to me My hands, my ears 
knows that this is a place God is sending you that you can find really who you are and be used of God. Anyone who would like to join today? Amen. I saw you there, Sister Tanya. That's Tanya, right? Okay. So I'm with the mask. I thought that's who that is. Anyone else that wants to join today? Can I pray for you? God bless you all. Just one challenge. You have been challenged. Amen. And we're looking for our goal is 100 souls. We have had this goal every year. 100 new members, 100 new Christians. And we're going to do something to meet that. God is leaning on us to get his kids out. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God is, New Antioch is on the move. God is pulling at us to get into his activity. Amen. So just a reminder, coaches, to send your reports in today, 702-812-1174. Um, you got my number somewhere in there. Uh, please send in your reports today for all of your numbers, if you have not reported, but definitely for your July numbers. Uh, this week, uh, our, our finance director, where'd he go? Ralph Castle, can you hear me? <laughs> you can hear me down there. Happy birthday to you this week. He is, he, I guess I can tell, turning a big 70. He's been, there he is. He's had a tough year, surgeries, but God brought him out. He is going to see 70 years. God bless you. Thank you for everything you do for New Antioch. We just wanted to say happy birthday to you this week. He's been working for us for so long behind the scenes, and we just thank God for him this week. Um, before we dismiss, we are going to bring Pastor Tiffany, and she's going to explain whatever details I didn't for the Just One Challenge. But this week we have, um, this Saturday, uh, Sister Connie lost her nephew. Uh, he's a son of Yvonne Atkinson Gates. And those of you that have been in Vegas a long time know that name very well. Uh, Brother uh, Brian Patrick At Atkinson Gates Turner. Uh, his services will be here on Saturday at 10 a.m. Please pray for the family and those of you that can help us out. Um, I'm still preaching the funeral, right? I'll be preaching, so I need some, I'll need some backup, amen, for this great, great Las Vegas family we want to do this Saturday here. Also this weekend, um, I, I told somebody after uh, one of our members from Aliante, Joe Jordan, uh, passed away uh, this weekend. Um, I believe that was on Thursday, and I said, uh, but I knew I had several people. He took off, and I knew I had several people that were on the runway. And about three or, four, three or four of them took off this weekend, just one after the other. And one uh, was the mother of our own, Pastor uh, Monica Manig. Uh, mother Manig passed away on Friday, Thursday, on Thursday. So he must pass away Wednesday, Mother Manig on Thursday. Um, and, uh, but you can't be mad at 95 years. 95 years, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, um, and she served the Lord. She believed the Lord, so we want to support uh, Sister Monica, uh, Pastor Monica and her family. Um, again, she's one of the 
original members of New Antioch 20 years ago from the very first service, from before we even started, um, and God has sent her back, and we want to support her during this time. So we'll have more information on when uh, we'll have Mother Manique's uh, funeral. And then I thought I saw Dwayne come. Yes, uh, Dwayne's uh, wife, Lynn, you guys know Lynn's usually sitting next to him. Her mother also passed away. And I didn't, I, I didn't get if you had sent me her name, Dwayne. What was her name? Dr. Barbara Jones, she's a pastor. I honor those pastors that came before us when women pastors was really fighting. I had a bad enough fight. I can't imagine what hers was like. But Pastor Dr. Jones also went on to be with the Lord later the same day as Mother Manig. So we want to lift up Lynn and Dwayne uh, and support them through this time. Um, her, she'll be going back to her church in California, and they will celebrate her there. But we want to love on them uh, here um, and then there's some others of, of friends of ours that passed away, some from COVID, some from other things. Um, but we thank God uh, for those who knew Jesus because they're not lost. We know where they are. They didn't die. They just transitioned to the other side. And we thank God for that. And the only other thing is uh, we also have um, our Bible study. I got a couple of more. We're going to go through the end of uh this month and we'll be um um talking about discipline i have a few more so that's on wednesday mornings 8 15 this same channel thank you somebody been enjoying those bible studies on discipline about making yourself better uh so we have a few more and then of course sunday school and service and our community groups and everything that we do uh we also have another praise report uh we have a young lady that's been at our church probably almost the whole 20 years. I don't know how long Chastity has been with us, but Chastity Carroll um, had been waiting for years for a kidney. And she received that kidney and the surgery went successful this weekend. So we want to lift up her, that, that no complications, no rejection, just pray for her. Thank God, what a great praise report. When they got that, she only had a couple of hours to get down to the Mayo Clinic and she got there and received that. So you all pray for Chastity. Uh, again, she's a longtime member here as well. And so, um, you said nothing else? I explained it well. We good? If you would like a, oh, I'm sorry. If you would like to purchase a T-shirt. That, that part, that part. We all, we have T-shirts. You can see me out in the foyer after service. They are $15 for the t-shirt currently at this time if you would like one <laughs> curly I'll at this time that means it's gonna be a sale later <laughs> i don't know it depends on i guess how many or uh we get so if you would like one you can't see me after service but you did explain it well all righty and so we're gonna stop it we're not gonna just have this one message and then you're not gonna hear about this we are going to be in your face about this challenge. We will have trainings. We're going to have some training videos. We're going to bring everybody in. Um, we're, going to, uh, we're going to make Terry show us how he does that. Uh, and some of you others that really talk to, we're going to give some, get some words that we can say in Spanish 
We're going to put Barbara to work, and we're going to put uh, Pastor Monica to work of how to do when you don't understand that person's language. You can still get them saved. That's what they Peter did. Peter was speaking one language, but the Holy Spirit was translating it into 17, and we know we can get people saved. If Peter can get people saved and didn't speak the language, we can too. Amen. So we're going to put them to work, so we'll have trainings. We'll pump you up. We're going to do this till the end of the year. You're going to hear about this. I'm going to have them take down uh they already took down the part of one man's mission we're going to maybe use that board to do the just one uh we already got the word one so you just got to put just up there uh <laughs> and and keep track until we reach our goal when we get to a certain amount of our goal we're going to stop and celebrate because they're celebrating in heaven the angels are celebrating where they are so we're going to have a pizza party when we get to a certain level we're going to have another kind of party we're going to celebrate this thing and we're going to make this thing happen this year come on be a part of just one amen amen god bless you and that all minds clear finally brother farewell be perfect be of good comfort be of one mind live in peace and the god of love and peace will be with you greet one another with the holy wave and all the saints salute you the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the communion of the holy spirit be with you all in jesus Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E like to sow a seed into this ministry you can do so by texting new antioch to 77977 for aliante campus or for central campus that's new antioch central at 77977